Hey y'all, welcome to Mama's Breakdown Podcast, where we get into the nitty gritty, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between of motherhood. So even on your worst days, Mama, you know that you are not alone. I'm your host, Ashley, and I don't know about you, but I'm about ready for a breakdown. So when you start planning parenthood, and for your little precious, innocent angel little baby to get here, the last thing that you're thinking about at that time, the positive test, the pregnancy, the newborn stage, is discipline. You don't know until they get to the age where they are climbing everything climbable and doing everything they're not supposed to be doing a million times a day. It never crosses your mind, how am I going to stop this until you are too far in and you've got to scramble to figure it out. So I did a Facebook poll and I asked some of you guys what you did, what your thoughts were. And I have my own opinions, of course. So let's break it down. So I posted a poll on Facebook a few days ago. And I asked what your preferred method of toddler discipline was because that's what I'm going to speak on. As I've told y'all before, I don't speak on things that I don't know about that I don't really have time to research on. I have a toddler, so that's all I'm focused on at this time. Um, I gave you the options of timeout or take away a toy or privilege, distract and redirect, or ignore it and praise good behavior. Surprisingly, the timeout, which I thought was going to go by a landslide, was second. Distract and redirect was third. And take away a toy or privilege took the cake on this one. And that kind of, that the earlier you start that, the more it's going to increase their knowledge of cause and effect. Cause and effect is a great thing to teach a toddler. They have toys specifically designed to teach them the cause and effect. Um, the dropping the balls in the little alligator and them shooting them out of his mouth or whatever. Cause and effect is a great thing for them to carry on throughout life. And I think a, a lot of parents overlook that. Uh, the timeout, timeout for me, it is really, I think that's an older child type discipline. You sit them in a corner and make them think about what they've done and how it was wrong and how they can correct it. And then you take them out and you sit them down and you talk about it. You don't just sit them in a corner and say, okay, your time's up, go play. It has to be more than that. You have to explain exactly why they were put in timeout for what they did and why they should never do it again. Now, the distract and redirect, I think that may be kind of secondhand to the takeaway toy or privilege for a toddler. Now, my son is creeping up on 19 months old here in a few days, and I honestly believe that I would try to distract and redirect first, take his attention away from what he's doing wrong, and try to get his attention focused on something else. And try that maybe two or three times. And if it doesn't work, then we'll take away a toy or a privilege. That all bundles into the cause and effect. 
you had this many chances and because you didn't do that the effect is now you have to deal with this being taken away now through my research this past week I said last week that this subject was controversial controversial <laughs> I didn't realize exactly how controversial this subject was I grew up with the go pick a switch generation um, it was just it was normal and it was accepted then to get spankings it was effective I don't really know what has changed over the last uh, some couple years since I've been younger <laughs> but uh, now physical discipline is looked at as abuse I do not see it that way um, I do think sometimes that there are certain actions that have to be associated with that type of discipline if it is an action that could actually get them physically hurt then they need to associate pain with that action but I do not condone hitting your child anywhere other than the rear end because that's just a jolt to the hey pay attention you're not supposed to be doing this and if you ever for whatever reason have to run in have a run in with law enforcement and I know this from a secondhand source I don't know if the story is true or not I don't know if it actually happened but there was an incident with the child and some physical physical contact above the neck law enforcement was called and the officer allegedly told the father you know keep the discipline to the behind area so legally <clears throat> From that story, like I said, I'm not sure of the validity of it. I, I don't have any idea. Legally, according to that story, it's fine. But the gentle parents that don't deal with the feral children that we all know we have, or maybe they do deal with feral ch children and that's why we're dealing with feral adults because they were once feral children with gentle parents they need a little bit more than a please don't do that I think that has fallen to the wayside in parenting in the past couple of, of years few years everyone is so afraid to get feelings hurt and somebody to be mad at them or be mad at somebody and there's no real consequences for anything anymore and that is the biggest issue in this nation today nobody faces real consequences so I, I think the going back to the Facebook poll because I'm, I'm about to go on a tangent I don't need to go on <laughs> the distract and redirect get them focused on something else something positive and then taking away toy and privilege is the greatest cause and effect lesson and the most effective form of discipline speaking from experience for my almost 19 month old 
Now, getting into the older children, the three and four and five-year-olds, the timeouts and, and the taking away bigger privileges and adding more responsibilities to their chore list or adding chores period, that might be more form of discipline. But the age range that we're talking about right now, it needs to be more than just a disciplinary standpoint. I feel like it needs to have more of a lifelong lesson that they're going to carry with them as opposed to just don't do that action. It needs to be, if I do this, then this is going to happen. And that, that mindset to think ahead, to plan ahead, and to strategize that needs to be instilled in them as soon as possible because that's going to get them through a lot of speed bumps in their life. If they could just stop, step back, think about it, and then redirect. I think that is the route that we are going to take with our son. I feel like that is the absolute best route that we can take. He is an extremely active child. So he loves to climb on everything that we have in the house, literally everything. And we have an old TV stand by my husband's chair in the living room where he had his gaming gear set up. He still got half of it there and the other half has moved to another room. But our son is able to climb up on that chair and it's a glass top table. So um, he's heavy for his age. I'm a little paranoid that he's going to break through that glass, first of all. And there's a lot of expensive equipment up there he doesn't need to be around. So once we see him headed to that TV stand, we try to grab a toy, one of his favorites, call his name, grab a snack, do whatever we can to distract him. Does it work? Not all the time. Are we going to keep doing it? Absolutely. Because not only do they need some sort of discipline in their life as soon as is possible, they need consistency from day one. Because consistency in a routine for a child is going to get them into habits that will stick with them for the rest of their lives. It doesn't need to be wishy-washy, do this one time and then do this, this other thing another one. It's one way and that's it. This back and forth is just going to confuse them and they're not going to know what to do or how to act once it comes down to the final action. So like I said earlier, I think with every disciplinary action needs to come a great detailed explanation of why it happened and what they can do to prevent it from happening again, no matter how old they are. If it's just a, hey, don't do that, you're going to get hurt. Or, hey, don't do that. Mommy doesn't want you to get hurt. Down to telling them exactly what the consequences are going to be when they're old enough to understand. Because if you're just disciplining them and they don't know why, then that's really just contradicting itself because they don't know why this happened. So they're counting out what they did wrong as part of the reason why it happened. Sit them down, talk to them as you should with every major thing that goes on with them. They need explanations just like adults do. They need to know what's going on. They need to be clued in. Don't just discipline them and leave them clueless. They're humans too. Let's not forget that. You're raising adults. You're not raising kids. 
you're raising adults. And the sooner you treat them like that, the better off they'll be in the long run. I'm not saying don't let them be children. Definitely let them be children. But also keep in mind that you're molding them. You're molding them to be the person that they're going to be when they're the age that you are right now. So keep that in mind when you're frustrated and you're angry and they're doing something that you think they know they shouldn't be doing. Maybe it hasn't clicked with them yet that they they shouldn't be doing it. Reiterate it. Emphasize it. Stay on them. Be consistent. I saw the breakdown for the discipline part of this episode that I've got for you. If y'all want to revisit this subject, because I know a lot of people have a lot of different opinions and a lot of different suggestions and a lot of advice, feel free to hit me up on the the Facebook page at Mama's Breakdown Podcast or uh, drop me an email, mamasbreakdown23 at gmail.com. Mama's Breakdown 2-3 at Gmail. I would love to do a part two to this episode. Maybe bring one of you into the episode. Let y'all speak on it yourself. Give your own opinion and aspect on everything. Let's hop on over to the savvy shopping part and wrap it up. Because I know y'all are tired of hearing me ramble and rant and rave. I was on a budget this past week going to the grocery store. And I mean a tight budget. I needed to know exactly how much I was going to spend when I got there. So I didn't overspend and have to frantically put things back at the register. So I opened up the app of the store that I was going to. And I put everything that I needed to get into the online shopping cart. Made sure that I selected in-store for everything that I searched for. So I knew that it was there and I knew the price that I would be paying. And I had the total for my entire grocery bill right there in the cart. So I knew exactly how much I was going to spend. And it also helps you pick out the deals that are, that, well, I call them hidden deals. The Walmart doesn't always post or display things that are marked down or good prices. You kind of have to dig for them. But if you use the app as a shopping list, if you would rather go in store as opposed to picking up or having it delivered, if you use the app as a shopping list, you know exactly what you're getting. You know exactly what to look for. You know exactly how much you're going to spend because picking up, having a specific time to be somewhere right now with my wild man and is just not possible. And having it delivered, extra fees can't do it so in store is pretty much the only option we've got with our limited budget these days so open up your grocery store app add everything you want look for the sales the deals the coupons all that good stuff there's even some codes in some of them leave it in your cart pull it up when you're in the store and just go one by one and remove it from the cart as you get it you know exactly what you're going to get at the register best thing I ever did. I don't know how it popped into my mind to do it, but I'm so glad I did it because it was the quickest trip to the grocery store I have ever had. Brilliant moment in a sea of bad ones. (laughs) I think I've broken every breakdown I could break. Let's go around. 
covering the discipline route I've chosen to take and some shopping tips that I'm definitely gonna keep using and I'm gonna keep searching for some more for all of us. Next week I plan to talk a little bit about a situation I discussed with an old friend last night that has me absolutely infuriated. Um, I'd already planned out this episode so next week maybe I will have leveled out a little bit but um, we're going to talk about baby mama drama and how you do not have to be in a relationship to have a wonderful parent relationship, to have a co-parenting situation that flows for everybody and makes everything copacetic for your child or children. So y'all come on back next week and we'll break it down. I think that may be one of my longer episodes because I see it happen so much to so many people that I care about and nobody really talks about it. They just point the finger and decide who the bad guy is without hearing both sides. So next week we're going to rant and rave and ramble as usual. Until then, mamas don't have a breakdown without me. Mm-hmm.